Hi, welcome to Series 2, Episode 3 of our podcast, Sages Retreat, home of all things dad and games-related current events, along with anything else we can think of. My name's Lee, and this is my co-host, Nathan. Hello. Bit slow on there. And today, we are joined by our special guest and fellow gamer, Sam. Hi, hi. <laughs> and today, we're going to be talking to Sam about her experiences of being a gamer. Welcome, Sam. Hello there. For a start, how are you? Uh, perpetually bored. Okay, I was going to say we don't need to make it complicated, but I think you've nailed it just by <laughs> saying we're, we're bored. I was going to say, Sam, don't drag it on, please, sure. He's just going on and on and on and on. But no, you've. I think you've uh, captured a lot of our, what we're all what we're all like at the moment. <laughs> exactly. I, I love having time. I love having time off. I won't. I won't deny. I love having the time off. But I had ten years off while Karina was at work. So for me, I'm just like back to it's just back to what I was a little while ago. And for me, it's like oh, but it's just back to normal because for me, working was odd. I was like that, that year that I was working, and then I was. It's not like I've never worked. It's, that sounds really bad. I've never never bothered with working. Um, That's so scum. But it just feels like I'm back to the way it was, and I've just fell back into a routine. I was thinking about work the other day, and I'm like. Oh yeah, I'm probably back to work in a two months or something or wherever it'll be. It'll probably be longer than the way it's going. And I tried to remember the names of some of the people that I work with, and I'm like, I know that one. That one. <laughs> and I got to about five, and I went, shit. It's not that I don't. If anyone, if I know some of you watch, it's not that I don't care. It's just that names aren't that important to me. They just kind of roll in and they just roll back out again. I'm good with faces. <laughs> And random obscure things from the past, but but yeah. So that's I told you I'm awful. That's great. Um, what you've been up to? Uh, just in the last couple of months. I mean, just as a general. Uh, yeah, I mean, as, as much as anybody can do in this current climate, I suppose. Uh, homeschooling, yo, so much fun. Yeah. Uh, not. Uh... The, the homeschooling <laughs> yeah. that you people are forced to do. And I mean it by that. People are forced to do by the schools what are they given is very different from the ideas of homeschooling in a traditional sense. I mean, yeah. that's that's a whole other sort of conversation which we're not having sort of today. But that it's it's not like a homeschool. It's like a forced education at home. It's like you. It's it's very different. It is. From what, yeah. From what it's, it's think, almost yeah. like you know, government are still trying to reach them targets. Even mm. the parent, and you're the one teaching. <laughs> um, well, that, I th- yeah, I think they're kind of, I think they're just kind of scratching out a year or so, aren't they? Just like, well, that was not the best. We'll just yeah. roll on. Yeah. Um, what will be interesting is in a couple of years when the kids come out with results that, let's say, are still good, is if they'll be going, people will be going, see, it didn't matter. Yeah. It didn't, it wasn't a big issue. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, kids only tend to do well in subjects that they enjoy uh, and that they, they're good at. Yeah. Uh, just in generally good at. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's a little worrying uh, on my side because my oldest, she's at GCSE level now. Um, fortunately, exams have been scrapped for this year, and rightly so, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, a little bit stressful, a little bit worrying. Uh, because of that, obviously, I just wanted her to do as well as she can. And the pandemic just upheaved everything. <laughs> um, obviously, everybody in the country is in the same position, though, especially if you've got children, uh, which you guys have. 
Um, hundreds. Yeah, hundreds. <laughs> as as a collective, like as three on here now, we we just we just get them children, and we just we just I'm, I'm four. You've got four. Nathan's got three. We've got ten kids, eleven kids. Tweeters. <laughs> yeah, we're just we're just knocking them out, yeah. aren't we? He's, we're just <laughs> supplying, <laughs> supplying the, the same world on our job. <laughs> supply, exactly, supplying yeah. the country with the next generation, and and you know someone's got to do it. I've had people say to me, "I oh, got so many kids." I'm like, "Yeah, I guess so," but um, it's like my uh, the, the 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 grandchildren, if you like. So I've got how many cousins have I got? One, two, three. I've got like there's six of us all together. I'm the only one that's got children out of those six. And I'm like, yeah. you know, I'm carrying on the name. Lead me to it. This yeah, is, you exactly. know, I'm here. in terms of, I think in terms of families, I think we're probably still quite low in terms of us having children. So you can't really. Yeah, it's exactly the same here. I've got a brother. He doesn't have children. I don't think he has any plans to have children either. Um, so as far as I'm concerned, I have done the job for both him and i so yeah well well exactly now so some of my other family they've got quite a lot of children uh, my like half sisters uh, half brother uh, they've got quite a lot of kids sort of themselves so i mean but i'm not yeah. part of that family so it doesn't that doesn't really count for me uh, I, I, I am <laughs> yeah, part but i'm not part not of that. yeah on my father's side it's a completely different story yes, totally <laughs> uh, different story yeah totally different story for for the other yeah. side yeah uh, so by the sounds of it you are yeah. su surviving yes uh we well we had covid we had a positive covid test uh well i did to start with and um that came back to so i asked i ordered it on new year's eve you ordered coronavirus uh, or, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I ordered yeah. the coronavirus test on New yep. Year's Eve. After I did become unwell. Um, yeah. At first, I thought it was just um, it was just a cold to start with, just a mild cold, uh, a little bit snotty here and there, a little bit of a cough. But I wasn't worried at first, and then yeah. I lost my sense of smell and taste, and it was how you, weird. How it was so survive? weird. How do you survive uh, that? I've had I've had one other person, sorry, I've had one other person say that they had it and not being able to taste or smell was the worst part of it. It really is. And I know of people that haven't actually got it back yet. And to those that haven't had it, it's so hard to describe. Um, I, I imagine most people lose their sense of smell when they have a bog standard cold. Um, but it's stuffy, it, you get stuffy, don't you? You get like blocked up. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. Um, and my experience of that for just a standard cold is um, it happens quite suddenly. So your senses will go suddenly, uh, but equally they will come back suddenly as well once your sinuses have cleared. Uh, whereas this is in entirely different, even once you're over the virus, uh, that, that sense of lack of smell and taste still lingers. Um, mm. And it's only just starting to come back now, and it's a very gradual process. Um, it's not nice. <laughs> yeah, they um, reckon there's a lot of long-term effects, don't they, of having yeah. coronavirus. So, you know, you have your immediate symptoms and what's when you've got it and how you're unwell. Let's let's just say it's not serious. It's just a, a general unwellness. Because a lot, of, the majority, just are generally unwell, aren't they? You lose yeah. your, your what's it called, anosmia, anosmia. 
Uh, yeah, that's it. Where you yeah. sense of smell, yeah, yeah, uh, and then you recover. But they were saying a lot of people, if they've had quite, if they were quite bad with their lungs, like a lot of these people are, yeah, still ill months after they're still suffering. So yeah, um, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I was a little bit dubious um, as to how it would affect us. Um, uh, it, it is one of those out of sight out of mind kind of things yeah so it's not happening to you personally it can be a bit of a struggle to relate to other people that have had it before you you Um, don't understand do you you can't you can't understand it um now i've had it i get what the fuss is all about (laughs) um i get this you know the seriousness of it i get how others would be taken seriously over that um I consider myself and my family fortunate that we only had it quite mildly. Uh, but yes, uh, myself, Terry, uh, my housemate, and my eldest all had positive tests. Uh, oh, Terry had, did Terry have a positive test as well? I didn't realise he, he was... Did, uh... He did. He was really bad with a cough, actually. He was coughing too oh. much. Um, but yeah, we got positive tests the first week of January. So, happy new year. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, that's uh, it's it's um, it's good that it's good that you're all in one piece, I guess, isn't it? I mean, ult- ultimate, yeah. ultimately, you know, you're all still here, you're all still annoying each other, and I guess that's what that's what counts. The uh, talking, still talking about coronavirus. Okay, my, I hadn't seen one of my neighbours. So I mentioned to Nathan, uh, one of my neighbours for a while, and he was in hospital, and he, a couple of weeks ago he died. Uh, yeah. He was he was only sixty five, so he was still. Uh, his both his parents had died in like their nineties, and yeah. he was relatively healthy. And he had, it was just like, wow. It's awful. Today, today so he was um he was buried today the funeral and the, the cars pulled out and I was like, and I think it's the first person I know to be affected that's not that I know but that's kind of local. I imagine it was very impactful. But seeing you... those yeah seeing well, those cars yeah yeah but yeah. And he's got loads of kids and a couple of grandkids and that. But yeah, seeing those cars today, I was like, kind of mm. hit me a little bit. I was like, shit. Yeah. I mean, I was nosy, so I wanted to see what was happening because we're all like that. We all have a look out the window, don't we? What's going? What's going? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was. I was. I was respectful. I wasn't like. I wasn't like. <laughs> why aren't you wearing a tie? It wasn't like yeah. that. It was. Oh, I wonder what's happening. And I'm, but seeing, that, I was like, yeah. Yeah. The, the, one of the sons came around with a note asking if no, if for people not to be uh, parked up on the road because you know my road it's a dead end it's quite small there's a lot of cars yeah. um the, the roads were clear but I was talking to him and uh, he's he's one of the, the sons that I sort of get on with when we chat to him and he he just looked absolutely he looked like he'd lost a bit of his soul like it's mm. the only way I can think about it he looked em- he looked he looked empty and I, yeah. Yeah. It, it really it, it it does anger me um how many within the population here in the uk anyway um just ignore the rules um the rules suck they really do we all feel restricted we all feel bored we all feel depressed but we have to endure it for a very good reason um, yeah the fact that it affects some people extremely bad yes. you know i mean most of us will be fine but you know, Nathan has his own issues. If he got it, I'm 
an asthma sufferer recently diagnosed and it could affect me quite bad so it might not you know it, but it could that's the thing it could because it's a long thing isn't it so but yeah yes. It's all the homeschooling, all the dodging the COVID, uh, all getting the essential stuff you in. You didn't manage that one. <laughs> I know, unfortunately, because, you know, essential shopping. Ugh. Uh, and all the gaming. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, but yeah, we'll, so we'll, we'll roll off from that pit of misery we've just been yeah. on about. And uh, Nathan? Yeah, so we'll might as well talk about some games then. Um, what's yeah. your first memory of gaming? And um, as a little tag along, what made you a gamer? So it might be the same thing, it might be separate, but you what tell us. What gamer is that I play games. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I, was, I, I, I know, but there was, a, there was an initial point when you played a game and you were like, yeah, I enjoy this. This yeah. is something yeah. I can keep doing and it, it makes me feel good and I, it's it's a form of entertainment and, and sort of leisure time that you wish to take part in. Because a lot of people play a game and be like, yeah, that was fun. Put it down. Now, yeah. that, that's not what I'd call like a gamer. A gamer is someone who, who likes to play every day or every other day. They, they like to have that escapism. Yes. But, but you know, what was that? Part of, I mean, a part of their almost everyday life. Yeah. Um, actually. I think that is what makes me a gamer. The fact I do play a game every single day. Um, yeah of games as well mm. um, so and I think I realized that from quite a young age too um, so as I was mentioning before we we started hit and record I had a couple of <clears throat> early memories of games yeah. so um, the earliest one was run I was round about seven or eight um, we got a mega drive That's what um, I'm saying. yeah that was my first console um, and my first memory of the games I played was Sonic, obviously. <laughs> um, but also a game called Columns. Yeah. I don't know the if either of you have heard of it. It's yeah, a Tetra yeah. Tetris ripoff, wasn't it? Yeah. It was a Tetris ripoff, but I actually preferred it to Tetris. Yeah. It had like jewels, <laughs> didn't it? That, that did yeah, it. because it, it looked pretty and it yeah, sounded yeah. pretty, even for yeah. Mega Drive standards, in my opinion. Mm. So. Yeah. <laughs> I do remember Columns. I do remember it. I didn't, excuse me, I didn't own it, but I do remember seeing it and being like, that's a, clearly a rip-off. I'm not going anywhere near that. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I had it in a three one, like three it was. games in one. I had it in ah. But what did it, what else did it come with? I think it was like a MotoGP game, maybe, it and it something else. Yeah. It came, uh, I think there was some sort of sport game with it as well. Like it, a football one or something. Football like. game, yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, which I don't, I don't like motorbike racing or football, so that's why I played uh-huh. Columns instead. Exactly, that's all I took. And it was a console of cartridges. You put the cartridge inside, and that was just like, yeah. Considering how we install, uh, you know, download, install games today. Um, uh, even moving on from cartridges to CDs with the mm. PlayStation, and so on. It was yeah, it's just so retro. <laughs> I've got just to, just to interrupt. It was columns. It was super. Hang on, and it was World Cup Italia '90. So it was football. It was a football game. Yeah, that was, was the yeah. Me- Mega Games. Mega Games One. It was called. It was a just a generic looking it, box. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I had to it look was it. Three up. games in one. Um, so yeah, I had I had classic Sonic as well, which I absolutely blitzed. Um, Sonic One or Two? Loved. 
Sonic 1 or uh, 2? One. one and then two. Okay. Um, yeah, I think we got both in the end. Um, so moving on from that, um, I wanted to actually talk about my first experience of the PR. Um, okay, okay. <laughs> Was that your next step? Was that the next step of, yes. of the console? Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, I did not own a PS1 for quite a while, but my first experience was um, going around to a friend's house, and he'd recently got one. His mum had bought him one. So his mum and my mum were like besties. Um, (laughs) uh, And, and you know, we'd go over on occasion so they could hang out, and then me and Adam could hang out as well. I'm not Um, sure where this is going. (laughs) (laughs) Well, at this point, I was 11, so not very far. (laughs) Not if I was around watching. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this particular weekend, I went over to Adams, um, and he's like, "Yo, got PS One. Do you want to have a look? Do you want to play? Yeah, yeah. Um, look what I've got, new shiny." Um, yeah, yeah. At at that time, it was such a massive leap from Mega Drive uh, in in terms of everything, really. You know, processing, yes. graphics, being yep. able to save your progress, etc. Yeah. It was, it was, yeah. Um, so I, the, the remember, uh, the memories are a little distorted here, but I vividly remember playing Crash Bandicoot on this. Okay. Yeah. 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 And absolutely loving it and asking my mum for a PS1 at the time <laughs> as a result. Uh, and we did eventually get one as well. Um, but what stands out for me with this particular memory is that it happened on the weekend that Princess Diana died. Um, and so, you know, memory is kind of, uh, that weekend is in, is so interesting, just in the sense of having this profound new experience mixed with this absolute traumatic event that, you know, the whole country reeled from at the time. But be, yeah. it, being the age of 11, I didn't fully yeah. understand the magnitude of her death. Um, yeah. All I can remember is Adam and I waking up I think it was like on a Sunday morning or something and wanting to watch cartoons and there just being nothing, no cartoons. It was all news of, of Princess Diana, uh, yeah. understandably. And I remember going to wake my mum up and saying, you know, the princess is dead, uh, but can we plug the PS1 in, please? <laughs> um, so, you know, just having no concept of how important a person she she was at the time really and how devastating her death was Um, me for me her dying correlates with my first ps1 experience (laughs) yeah yeah i get that no i I get that these when it's a traumatic event you often remember all this superfluous stuff this other stuff that surrounds it so when where were you when this happened Exactly. Uh, so when she died, my I was in I was in bed. My mum would come upstairs, and she'd woken me up. Princess Diana's died, and I was just like, "Okay." <laughs> I, I I was only a what? How old are you now? Um, so you're four years older four. than me. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah, it was. I was still only young, yeah. and never been a big fan of the royals. I was never invested in that, and I didn't really connect with who or what they are or were and i was just like oh that's that's pretty shit isn't it i just (laughs) kind of just kind of got on with my life and it's only later on that i kind of fathom it a little bit more to how important she was and how much she was 
she was loved and also hated by the royal family, of course. Who killed, who killed her? And then we fall down. Yeah, yeah exactly. You yeah. fall down a whole fucking conspiracy <laughs> rabbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> ex, ex, exactly. I, fully, I actually fully agree with you on that one uh, regarding her death. Um, <gasps> but yeah, it's, it's just my memory of PS1 was, wow, this is amazing. However, the next day we couldn't play it because she died. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> I was so disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, obviously yeah. at that point my mum and her friend had woken up and they wanted to watch all of the news coverage. So it was like, oh okay. <laughs> no what coverage. what gets me the most is it was a single event, it was important, but how much news coverage can you possibly get? Oh god. Well, I'll tell you, every weeks. Channel. <laughs> every channel. Yeah. And was... I swear, every year they must update a small like hours documentary for each one just in case they die and they have it ready and i'm pretty sure they actually do that yeah. as well they have yeah. stuff prepped because if like the queen was to die i know i remember someone saying something i know that they've got it all ready yeah they've got is, is it like interviews documentaries <laughs> Yeah, whenever somebody dies, like a celebrity or someone of importance, the BBC, like within hours, have already got their whole written out obituary to Minutes. show to it's everyone. It's already written. It's already written. You already know it's been typed out. And um... I reckon there's someone with a button just like, she dead yet. And then, <laughs> well, she, can you just double check? She's like really old. Right. And she got on, she got on a plane, just check. <laughs> <laughs> Both, it hit the big red button. Bam! <laughs> absolutely, just, absolutely. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah. I think that's what media coverage these days is insane, and it was equally insane back in the day as well. Um, mm. During Diana's death, uh, yes. but yeah, that that was my first couple of memories of, of gaming. Um, and I think I think they're important. You know, you remember them and you kind of cherish them despite the morbid yeah. angle that it yeah. throws at you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely. It, it Obviously her death didn't, you know, take away my gaming experience and the enjoyment I got from it at the time. Uh, just just for a day or two. To, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And after that, we did end up getting our own PS1 eventually. And then I was opened up to other games. Um, mm. So Spyro the Dragon. I... Of course, yes. When that was re-released, like maybe two years ago, like a redo of it, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I remember seeing that. All the grown men just like uh, Terry was probably <laughs> one of them. Um, uh, probably. Uh, it was well, it was more me than anything. Um, yeah. I've not actually got the remake. It is on my wish list, I think, for Steam. As far as I'm aware, I think they did an okay job with it. I'm, I'm quite like they did with Crash Bandicoot. I think they really did that as well. Brought that out. I think Karina bought it actually. Yes, I think you're right. Actually, yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, uh, two absolutely wonderful games, um, especially if you were a kid, you know. Yeah, Crash Bandicoot is amazing. Rolling off, rolling off your uh, memories of games. Yeah, we've noticed that you're actually a gamer girl. Now that shouldn't be a thing. Really? It it shouldn't oh, wow. be. Hundred percent, <laughs> it shouldn't be a thing. But unfortunately, it is. It is. And I I was curious to know how um how you feel being uh subject to this what feels sometimes like it's been a male dominated thing but we, of course we know it isn't we we 100% know that it isn't and that girls have always played computer games yeah they've always enjoyed computer games but for some reason there's such there's no gamer boy you know it's but there's a gamer girl and often we see a lot of negative things that happen because of this have you got any sort of thoughts on, on, on uh, this 
yeah. <laughs> um, so I guess, I guess from my own personal experience, I've not had too much of an issue, mostly because I've got friends who are nice <laughs> and open-minded. That's it. And also, if you grow up in, in with other gamers and, and that, and you, you yeah. kind of progress with them, they, you're just uh, Sam who plays games. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, irrespective of, of my gender. Uh, yeah. I believe yeah, there is obviously uh, an issue of sexism within the industry, and I do believe it is still quite rife. Um, in, mm. As you say, there have always been gamer girls or girls who play games. Um, always. Except now we're online. There's a bit of a, there's a difference, isn't there? Being, it's, it's the, the being online is the... I do. Is I'm, this. I'm going to shamefully admit, I believe my sex don't really help themselves sometimes, particularly if you are a streamer and a girl. Yeah, we've seen it. We've seen it. Yeah. I mean, they're there with, a, with their little tops on. And they're, oh, yes. Oh, there are girls oh. out there who... Um, they're, they're fully they, aware that the industry is quite male dominated and they use that to their full yeah. advantage because um, they know that using twitch as an example let's say nine let's just because i don't know what the demographics twitch are but we'll, we'll just say we'll just say 90 percent maybe of the people that watch twitch will just say a male i don't know what it is it could be it could be a lot smaller than that yeah it could be like um and then you know these female streamers they know this so they're going to go like, yeah, I'm going to stream Warzone or Fortnite or some other popular game that's come out. It's and I'm going to I'm going to have I'm gonna, my fluffy pink gamer chair. Yeah. I've got my sparkly <laughs> lights in the background. And I've probably got somewhere a teddy bear, which and then you're going to give me all your money. And I'm going to be like, oh, thank you, Trevor. No, you know? the focal point, the focal point in that scene you are describing are the breasts. Yeah. You know, they like, have a very low cut top. They yeah, need to yeah, show yeah. as much as they can, and it makes my skin crawl. It really makes my skin crawl because I will say there's oh. a lot of <laughs> yeah. I've I've seen a few female Twitch streamers who aren't like that. Yes, and and I'm like yeah, sand. But I still feel that they get they probably get watched a lot still because they're female. I, I still feel like they get a lot of male attention because they're, they're still female and ultimately they're still they have this girly element which you know the, what's the word is it a simp is it the simp is it the, you know that yeah, you must have heard that word tell me you've heard have you not heard that word oh, no <laughs> it it recently got banned on twitch you wow. can't say it now yeah it's actually fully blacklisted and it it's used as an insult so it's uh it's like we we'll use the example of it being uh a, a male that is kind of obsessed with the female streamer, always giving them praise, always defending their honour because apparently they need that, and always giving them money. Yeah. And it's what they call simping. So they're a simp, and it's been used as a bit of an insult. So like if someone's a bit of a nerd and they go like, oh yeah, there's this streamer, and like, oh you simp, it's become an insult now. And um, so yeah, it's been bad. I thought you might have heard of that actually. I, yeah, that. I mean, to be fair, I don't actually use Twitch that often. Um... No. So if I do watch any streams or or anything like that, I actually I just go to YouTube for the most. Yeah. Uh, it's harder to I think it's harder to find streams on there. Uh, gaming wise, it's quite hard because it's dominated by this kind of like Southeast Asian market of mobile games. There's a lot of <laughs> mo there's a lot on there, and it is dominated by that. There's other stuff obviously on there, but it seems to really connect over there is really connected with the YouTube streaming. 
uh, which is fine. We just, I don't give a shit. I don't watch it anyway. So and to be fair, it's not often I watch game streams anyway, just in general. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, if I ever do go for something like that, I just go to YouTube for the most. Um, but I believe it is still an issue. Um, what you're gonna start singing then? I believe. I, I, I just I, I, it came in my head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Uh, sh- yeah. Samantha, <laughs> don't sing. Um, yeah, I believe it is still quite a, a prominent issue within the industry. I believe it is getting better, um, but it is slow progress. Mm, um, it's really toxic. It's really toxic. It's a no, toxic like it. environment indeed. And as I was saying earlier, I don't think my sex help themselves sometimes. Um, yeah. But yeah. also, it's also completely undermining um, you guys, you males. You know, you're all about the tits, and that's it, really. <laughs> um, and that, and that, fortunately, that is not my experience. I have male friends. The it's lion. Cracking, cracking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. I'm only messing about. I've got, I, you know, Nathan has two daughters. I've got three. You've got two yourself. And I think, you know, we we have to we have to portray this decent male kind of figure for them to, to look at. And I get I get what you mean. There's lot. There's lots. I mean, Holly's got a lot of male friends. Yeah. A lot of male friends, so, and they're all sound. They're all sound. My friends are Do you know what I mean? I, yeah, I think the new generation of little boys that's growing up, I think, are a lot better than what they used to be. Yes. Um, hope, hopefully, they'll be fine. But I mean, like I was saying to you yesterday when we was testing, um, you know, Holly's tough as you like. She don't take any shit off anyone. She don't. She don't mess about. And <laughs> we was um, not. It's sort of similar. She was playing. I think she was playing Fortnite and. Um, she hadn't played a lot. She likes to play it every now and again for a bit of fun. And she was on with some other people and she was sort of chatting to them. And I was like, come here, Ollie. So I took the mouse and keyboard off her and I'm like wrecking them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> give her a give her a bit of light. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, yeah. They're good, they're, they're good, aren't they? I'm dead good. And these lads were getting like smashed. It was that was pretty funny, to be honest with you. But I think that's what you gotta do, isn't it? You gotta you got to big them up a little bit. She was feeling a bit like, oh, they're killing me. I'm like, I saw them out. And to be honest, they were rubbish. I don't know why she was getting killed. Oh, bless. <laughs> to, be, to be fair, I should have banned her from playing. So I don't play anymore. Just, just don't play anymore. You're not very good. Well, just don't play anymore. My oldest, um, she, she's into Fortnite. Whenever a new season comes out, she's, she's generally on it. <laughs> um, yeah, she, yeah. She's really bloody good. You know, she's 15 mm. and she's been playing for a couple of years now. Um, most of the people she plays with, I believe, are male, apart from one yep. who is the best female friend. Um, equally, m- uh, most of the people that I play games with are male, and they are respectful. They're decent, you know. Um, yeah. It's not all about tits. <laughs> um, no. And they have the the grace and the kindness as well to compliment their female friends on their gaming skills where it is due and that's what we need that's what we need i think as well as more females within the industry itself more female developers and so on um yeah 100 there's a lot of female there's a lot of female developers out there isn't there yeah but i I think it's only been a very recent thing like yeah last years you know yeah Um, maybe they was afraid to go on to those courses to learn they were more the more you know 
avoid them a little bit. Maybe they'll be intimidated by all the too much pork all, sword. All the all the all the testosterone. Like, then again, I can't imagine programmers and like game developers being like like this. <laughs> I think they're a bit. That's a bit stereotyping, I think. But I think they're a little bit more placid and maybe not quite so aggressive yeah um, um but uh, yeah it's great it's great there's loads, there's loads of great uh female developers out there and we, i um i listen to a few podcasts i listen to they often chat to some of them and it's fantastic yeah it's absolutely uh it, it, it's, absolutely... it's getting better it's slow progress i think but it is getting better um and i think like with many issues in the world to be honest it's going to be one of those generational things um so you know the next generation after us will bring more uh what's the word i'm looking for open-mindedness i suppose um and so on and so forth Uh, yeah but i I, i've been fortunate i've I've not had that much abuse as a girl gamer i suppose um i think the most abusive it got once was somebody in world of warcraft thought i was a gay guy (laughs) um i told him i was a girl I don't know why now. I can't even remember the context of the conversation, but he went, nah, nah. I think I think Terry told us this exact same story. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, Terry, are you a gay guy? He's like, oh my God. <laughs> <It's> like, <"No." laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry, Terry. Sorry, Terry. <laughs> um, so what are you, uh, so jumping off from being a, a, a gamer girl and repping, repping the ladies out there, what, what are you playing at the moment? I know for a, I know one thing that you played Stardew Valley a lot. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> over a th- I checked the other day. You have over a thousand hours on that game. One thousand three hundred, to be exact. Right. The fact that you know is bad. Right. <laughs> I mean, it is, it is a good game. I can imagine you being able to do that many hours. So. Yeah. 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 Um, Stardew Valley is. Oh, it's so chill. It's just so chill. Um. It helped me a lot through some mental health issues uh, a couple okay. of years ago. Um, yeah. Of course, it's been out a little while now, hasn't it? It's not like super new. It's been out, what, three, three, four years? Is that? I don't know. I'm curious. But I think it was 2016. I think. It's not called Straw, Straw Do Valley. I just Googled Straw Do and it just went, no, what's, what's that? Yeah, I think it was 2016, though, um, or thereabouts. Apologies have you... for children. No worries. <laughs> um, we all have them screaming. It was 2016, yeah, February. Uh, it was like came on Steam, February 2016. And it's one developer. Initially, yes. it was one yeah. It was one artist. One, he did all everything, didn't he? Music, programming. And... He still does. So what... I heard that he had someone helping him. No, he's got, wrong. Uh, he's got a bit of a team. You know, since Stardew was a massive hit, he's obviously raked in the yeah. money to put oh, uh, yeah. a team together. This team, yeah. from what I knew, are actually working on something else, um, not Stardew Valley. Apparently, he works on Stardew entirely by himself still. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, since its release, there's been several updates. Um, what I enjoy about it is there is a little mini cute little mini story you can follow um and for the most it is just creativity and uh you know being able to just design your own farm as well as farm your own crops and raking all of that dollar and you know it's just a a little pick-me-up game i suppose it makes you feel good makes you feel like you're something (laughs) i've 
I have played some of Stardew Valley, and I sort of kick myself because I I feel like I could play more, but I find it's too chill. I kind of get a bit bored, and then don't go back to it. And I do, but I've done that probably about seven times. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like I start it. I'm like, oh, I made a character. Yeah. I've made, and I do my little. And I do, you know, my little pickaxe, and I'm going for it, and I get some rock, I get some trees, I plant a few bits, I go talk to people, and I go play something else, and I just forget about it. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, several months later, I'll see it in Steam, and I'll go, oh, I started playing that. And then I'll, I'll, I'll have to make a new new a new a save. Yeah. I can't carry on. Um, so yeah, but uh... so yeah, uh, it, 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 it's brilliant. It's helped me through some difficult times. Um, I'd say my game for twenty twenty that I still sort of play uh, is Astronia. The the big game, the big game, the one game, your favourite game from twenty twenty, Astronia. Yeah. Tell me about Astronia. I played um, a little bit of it. Very similar reasons to Stardew Valley, um, as in it's just just been my lockdown game i suppose um (laughs) um it's it's like an open world sort of sandboxy kind of game um survival game would you say survival game there there are elements of survival in the sense that you cannot run out of oxygen um you constantly have to be tethered to your oxygen supply um right through little posts and like a wire that you pull yeah yes yeah. yeah Okay, I remember like I remember small bits. Of it. Have you played yeah. it, uh, Nathan? No, I'm not, I don't think I've even heard of it. Yeah, uh, well, get on, get on it. <laughs> I'm gonna have to. It, it does sounds like something I'd play. So yeah, is it? It's, it's really good. It, there isn't a massive element of survival, as in you don't need to uh, eat and drink and sleep, for example. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you you do need your oxygen. Uh, you do need to go and mine for resources, and there's a lot of base building involved as well. Um, and it has that kind of satisfactory sort of Lego game feel, in that things just kind of click and slot into place. Um, or how I'm trying to just find the word to describe, but yeah, it can be a little bit similar to the Lego games in the mechanics, I suppose. You have to find things and create other items and then put them together to make... Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, was, like I, say, I played a little bit, maybe an hour or so. Yes. Uh, you start off on your home planet. Uh, altogether, there are five planets and two moons to explore. You can... That's no moon. You can go... You can go to different. Pl- I thought you was only on one planet. I didn't realize you could go to other. You just massively expanded my astronaut knowledge. I thought you were stuck <laughs> on the one. There are multiple oh. planets you can explore. Um, obviously, you need to progress on the first planet. To, you know, you need to gather resources to make a shuttle, for example, so then you can go and explore other planets. Um, it sounds like the Martian. You're describing the Martian. He's on this planet. He has to make stuff, put things together, and then blast off in his shuttle. I've actually been told it's very similar to No Man's Sky, um, in that you you need to travel around and farm resources, and that you can only get certain resources from other planets and so on. I have played No Man's Sky, and I will say it's not dissimilar. It's not dissimilar, so there are similarities, definitely. there's a lot. I think there's a lot of, a lot of big differences, but it's definitely... Uh, that initial part of crafting... Uh, getting resources definitely definitely similar and the car is it has that cartoony element to it it's very um it's very colorful 
it's yeah. nice to look at. It's easy to look at. It's not gritty. It's it's not irritating. It's, it is, it's, just it's nice. quite it is quite graphically demanding, like surprisingly so. Um mostly for draw distance, I think. Um Were you playing so you were playing on PC? Yes. Uh I think it is yeah, it is available on console as well. Um but Can you play multi can you do multiplayer with it? It's a multiplayer. And that's one of my favourite um features of the game. Um, I actually lost the first time I played Astroneer was early last year and I played it with my ex and one of his friends uh, and we lost the entire day to it. Uh, I'm not I thought he was going to say the game save. I thought he was going to say we lost the entire yeah. game save. We yeah. never played it again. Fuck um, that game. I'm not doing it anymore. <laughs> we just had so much fun exploring, you know, going, oh, what the fuck is that? What does this do? And oh, can we drill? How far can we drill into this planet before we fall out the other end of it or something? You know? Oh, that's brilliant. Um, that's brilliant. I, I think, Nathan, if we if it's something, I think it's on Game Pass, you know. Oh, I, actually, I actually need some more guys to play it with because I need to knock off some multiplayer Steam achievements. <laughs> they could be they could be girls as well, though, yeah? Huh? They could be girls. You say guys. They say it could be girls. Or is guys a generic thing? Is that mean? Yeah. Guys and girls. Okay, just checking. I didn't want you to be sexist only because as far as I'm aware, girls play games as well. So, you know. Well, I say I need to find some more guys to play with. I kind of use that term loosely. I mean, girls and girls. Right. <laughs> of course, of course, of course, yeah. No, Astroneer, yeah, it's, it is interesting. Yeah. Uh, that's another game which, which I played and then forgot about. Okay, yeah. Uh, there's a little bit of a story to Astroneer 2. However, I will not say what it is in case you give us a hint. Like... Give us a give us a little snippet, a starter snippet. Some of that, some of that we can look forward to, but won't ruin it. Like you're actually a rabbit. I don't know something, something. Not, not a major plot twist, just a... you, No, not, not you, like, oh my god, you, the you die. One <laughs> of the objectives with each planet and moon that you explore is you need to try and drill down to the core of it. And when you do, you will find something. Hmm. So, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> um, okay, no, that's fine, that's fine. That's not, a, that's not a spoiler. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah that's, not, that's not a spoiler. But also the the dev team for Astroneer are incredibly um, receptive to their audience. Uh, there is an entire Discord channel for the game. The devs often, you know, use it. <laughs> uh, okay, that's good. That's in good. To, in addition to players, you know, there is a lovely community for Astroneer. Um, equally like with Stardew Valley as well. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, and then towards the back end of last year, I finally picked up Resident Evil 3 on sale, uh, the remake. What's that on? Is that on PC as well? Steam, is yeah. it? Or... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I absolutely blessed. I've heard it's not as good as, as the second you know, Resident Evil 2 remake or something, because yeah. Yeah. I, I, I loved the second one, um, and I, I laid off getting the third. Um, my mate got it, and he, he wasn't impressed, and he, he loves Resident Evil, but if, if you say it's good, I'll, I'll, I'm going to take your word for it over his. Uh, to be honest, I'm probably in agreement with your friends. Uh, so it was a bit of a mixed bag. Um, yeah. The second remake was absolutely flawless. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, replayability of it, insane. Um, you know, trying to get your S rankings on every run that you do on both characters. Um, the uh, interactions you have with uh, Mr. X, one of the bad guys, I found to be incredibly intimidating and scary. Um, and it just, you know, it brought back all of the horror I felt 
when I played the original game for was it PS one or two? Um, PS one. PS one, yeah. yeah. Um, with Resident Evil three, the remake, they, they totally rushed it. They totally rushed it. Uh, they strayed away from some of the story. The game is not anywhere near as long as uh, yeah. Resident Evil 2. Um, I've known people to have completed it within a f- just a few hours, really. Um, and not much replayability either, unfortunately. Okay. And it was surprising, considering how much of a good job they did with the second remake. Yeah. So, this is why I only picked it up towards the back end of last year, and once it had been not like sixty percent knocked off the price. <laughs> um, so they are, Steam are still trying to sell it full price, and I would not recommend it for full price. Yeah. Um, however, I got it for sixteen quid, and for that, it's oh. okay. Yeah. It's respectable. Mm-hmm. I got sixteen quid's worth of gaming out of it, so. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I do that's like what to matters. get my money's worth. Yeah. Yes. And the say... Evil franchise is one of my most favourite gaming franchises as well. So, yeah. There's, isn't there some sort of calculation to um, to figure out if you've got your money's worth, Nathan? Was it you that was on about this? Is it like yeah. so much an hour? So you figure out how many... Yeah, go on. What you saying? Yeah. <laughs> I, I like to base... But my own personal one is... If I can get under a pound an hour, then I'm happy. So if yeah. and anything under that, the closer to the closer to like a penny I can get, like Elite Dangerous, I've got I don't even know what that is because I've got thousands, like over a thousand and odd hours on that. Um, but yeah, if I can pick a game up for a fiver and then get sixty hours out of it, that's, that's, that's perfect just for me. A really good deal, yeah. 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 I mean, in 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 that respect, I'd say it's actually debatable as to whether you'd get. 16 quids worth of enjoyment out of the remake of Resident Evil 3 but is, is there not um, mercenaries because I can remember on originally if you completed it and did a certain thing you got like a mercenaries mode where you played as I can't remember it well some like SWAT team man that did some is that not in is that I don't know. When, I, when I bought the game it also came with an expansion called Resident Evil Resistance um, mm. and that might be what you're referring to I have not installed it because it's massive. It's like bigger than the game itself. <laughs> um, so I've not explored it yet, um, but it is there for when I want to do so. But yeah, unfortunately, I'm not too sure about that. Mm. So, but yeah, it's, it, it pl- was Clinton. Are you playing any World of Warcraft at the moment? I know you, you love that game. Of course, of course. <laughs> um, I have been an avid player of WoW for many years um like my first memory of playing World of Warcraft was when my oldest was a baby um she's eating now so (laughs) Mm. it's out that Uh, long when did it come out when did it come out oh god so she was born 2005 and I joined during the third expansion so there were two so was there was a base game and the second expansion before that so I'm going to say like 2000, 2001 maybe. I can tell you, 2004. Oh, okay then. Yeah, I wasn't going to tell you. With you being a little bit off, I wasn't going to mention it, but I thought I'd, I thought I'd tell you because it might yeah, be like, oh, rub it in. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No, because Harry was born 2005, and I didn't join the game until like 2006, 2007. So yeah, that so, is about right. So maybe that would make sense then, yeah. 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 Um and 
I just, oh my God, <laughs> I could gush about WoW so much, even though there is um, quite a few aspects, uh, negative aspects of the game. Um, for example, people don't like the fact that they have to pay to play uh, and that you have to, you know, sub each month. What makes it worth it for me is the social aspect. Um, um, how much is it to pay? How much to play, sorry? Tenor subscription for a month, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah it, it, it's the social aspect that really makes it for me, as I was saying. Uh, over the years, I've been in various guilds. Um, I've met people. I've made new friends, uh, friends that I still talk to to this day. Um, yeah, so with World of Warcraft, I believe there are many people out there that... Um, don't play because they refuse to play uh, a subscribe to play kind of game. Um, and in yeah. that respect, it really is what you get out of the game, like with anything, really. Mm. Um, for me, the social aspect and the fact that the game is absolutely huge, uh, and I yes, don't think yes. you can actually complete it, uh, that makes it worth it for me, definitely. Yeah. Are all the expats? Yeah, are all the expansions still relevant? You know, the ones that came out years ago? They are, can, you, relevant. can you still revisit those? They are relevant to the story, to the lore of World of Warcraft. Uh, okay. As of the very recent expansion that came out uh, in November 2020, uh, no, not so much. You can actually play the game now without exploring all of the expansions if you choose to do that. Okay. okay. Yeah. So if you're going to, basically, if you're going to play it a lot, and it's a big part of your social gaming. Then it's um, yeah, for me, it's totally worth it. Yeah. I've made so many good friends over the years. So that's it. I mean, you can go out in one night and spend a tenner on a like two pints nowadays, can't you? But you can spend it for a month of Warcraft. Yeah, um, exactly. So, yeah, just get yourself um, a coffee and just, or in your case, um, probably a bottle of bottle of red wine and just yeah. uh, carry on. And, you know, and obviously because there's been a new expansion recently, my guild have all assembled back together again and we're all raiding again and having a really good time. So That's good. That's good. Yeah. So we'll, uh, we'll ask you, because we always like to know, uh, what is your favourite system and what is your favourite game of all time? I mean, I've, I've got quite a few myself, so you might have a few yourself. I know. It, oh, my so God, it is fine. the hardest question ever. Yeah. Yeah. But you, ha- <laughs> um, you have to I- keep it keep it nice and I simple. Will, yeah. I will keep it as brief as I can. Um, so I did give it a lot of thought earlier. My favourite system, I think, has to be the PS One, um, mm. just because of the the games that I first played. I suppose uh, coming yeah. away from the Mega Drive, that is, um, and just having you know, well, other than Princess Diana dying, having mm. very many fond memories of the games yeah. <laughs> um so you know spyro crash bandicoot the resi evil franchise the tomb raider franchise um i'm a massive fan of tomb raider so yes you uh, played the new one as well you like the new ones don't you i've played uh all three of the the, the I played a lot of the f- releases played a lot of the first one really good i really need to finish it, it which, but i'll probably end up having to start it again though so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, seriously restart it because it is a cracking game the story is brilliant the graphics are amazing it was a total breath of fresh air for the franchise i think i quite um, enjoyed the archery the archery in it was brilliant yes you get to be yes. badass with a bow <laughs> yeah that's what it's all about Speaking of, you asked my favorite game of all time. Yep. Favorite, the one, just one. Or two. 
You can have <laughs> two at a push. You can have one, but then another one can sneak in a little bit if you like. All right, all right. So we'll go with WoW for a, you know. Mm. Ultimate a... game. Bang, bang. World of Warcraft. Um, but that but that doesn't count because me and Nathan don't like it. What's next? Okay. The Last, last of Us. Ah, oh, right. The Last of Us. Yeah, yeah. You broke up just slightly, but I just I sort of read your lips. Yeah. The last The Last of Us. Not played it. Why? <laughs> I got because I don't I don't want a PlayStation. No, that's fair enough. Uh, in that respect, I think console exclusives suck. <laughs> um, however, that game is beautiful. Uh, right, right, about right. it from from the story to the graphics to you know the characters to the replayability. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, it, it, it was it's probably the last game I played where I was just hooked. Okay. And not just myself, but Terry as well. Like, we'd wake up in the morning, we'd get kids ready for school, we'd ship them off to school, and then it would be, let's go home and play a chapter of The Last of Us. One of them would be like, I don't feel very well. You're going, you're going to school, I'm going to computer when you work. Well, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Um, I have yet to play The Last of Us Part 2. Um, yeah. However, I, I, do, I do know the story. Um, and I believe Terry told me, uh, he read a comment about it where someone said, it's not the game I wanted, but it was the game I needed. <laughs> what game did you want? I, uh, I, want, I want? I want Sonic 5 to be really, no, it's not, it's just not, it's not that game, I is think, it? I think just in terms of the story um, and how it continued from the first game. So I okay. think many fans wanted uh, butterflies and rainbows for the characters involved. Uh, and that is entirely not what happens. <laughs> also, that's not life, is it? That's not, not how it goes. Um, it is not. Um, but it's, I think it's also been uh, one of the more prominent games to focus on LGBT. Okay. Uh, one of the central okay. characters is is within the scene. <laughs> she She's gay, isn't she? The, yes, she whatever is. her name is. What's her name in it? Ellie. I knew it was that, but I didn't want to say it in case I was wrong. <laughs> yeah, so... and you know from the first game actually that she is she's at least bi, um, because she has a she shares a, a kiss with a girl, um, and she's still saw... young at that point as well. Yeah, yeah, I saw a screenshot I think for the the second one, and I knew she was gay because she had like loads of tattoos on her arms, and I was like, <laughs> she's gay. That's, imme- <laughs> that's immediately what I thought when they're playing on it, they're just pushing it out that she's she's gay. But yeah, no jokes aside, yeah, I, I already knew that she was, she was gay. <laughs> yeah. But, but as, as you're aware, uh, we recently won a PS5. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know, I know. Congratulations. We, we hate no, Terry. Terry. I... I I would have sold it. I'm going to be straight with you. I would have made, I would have, you know, because these scalpers, I would have been like, you know what? I'm selling it. I'm just going to, just personally, if I'd have won it, I think I would have sold it. Just just so I could just buy a new like PC. Okay, yeah. Which, is, which would be perfectly acceptable and valid. However, they are expensive. You guys play a lot of PlayStation. So winning it for you guys, it was, it was kind of, yeah. It was, you know, good timing. Good. It was. It, I mean, what did he spend? Twenty quid. It was on? incredibly good timing. Uh, it was at the height of when we were uh, suffering with COVID, 
uh, we were all like, oh, doom and gloom, happy new year, yay. <laughs> um, and then Siri was yeah. like, <laughs> happy Christmas, yeah. fuck off. <laughs> oh me you you're, you're like my um what do they call it not like a soul kindred um, spirit kindred's kindred yeah kindred, <laughs> kindred grinch yes that's it yeah we can both be miserable oh. about christmas together everyone else is happy it's fine no christmas know. can fuck off anyway <laughs> so yeah when christmas a really shit start to the new year and then terry paid in 20 quid for four raffle sort of tickets i suppose um for it's a lot of money it's a lot of money that 20 <sighs> i didn't even know he'd done it to be honest <laughs> um however i'm obviously not complaining because he won um i would have still moaned i think i would have still been like what are you doing that's our dinner that's our dinner tomorrow <laughs> no but bless him when he the moment he won he was in shock and he was actually in tears when he came to tell me because <laughs> uh, it was one of oh. those oh you shouldn't have told us that yeah, oh no those were you know it was we never win anything and we're always seeming to be down yeah. on our luck and it was just like yeah. fuck yeah ps5 <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So I'm probably yeah, going to end yeah. up playing The Last of Us Part 2 on that sweet thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it should play really well. It might, might even look a bit nicer. Yeah. I don't know quite what happens with that magic router, but it'll look <laughs> Yeah. It'll, it'll, it'll look good. But yeah, favourite games right there. Um, is there anything that's coming out uh, in the future? Do you know of anything? That, is there any games that you're looking I'm forward at- to? We, me, and Nathan, me and Nathan, I think we struggled a little bit yeah. with this. Um, I did a little bit when we were talking about it, but mainly because a lot of games have been delayed. Yes, exactly. So it's like, oh, there's a really good game coming out, 21, and then you look at it and it's going, oh, no, no, it's coming further. out the, ne- the next year. And I, obviously, I think but COVID he- is 100% to blame for that. <laughs> but, um, but I mean, I was reading up a bit about it earlier before we started recording, and there are actually quite a few bits and bobs coming out this year. Um yeah. However, there's there's only one of that's you know kind of pulling me towards it right now. Have you heard of a game called yeah. Hollow Knight? Yeah, <laughs> um, that's I'm currently playing that and doing lots of YouTube videos on it. Oh, are minute. you? But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Have a look at my channel after I've got loads of yeah. Yeah. So I have played Hollow Knight, admittedly not for very long because it is fucking hard yeah. <laughs> and it stresses me out. Yeah. Um, however, it is incredibly enjoyable for an indie game. Um, you know, it's, it's quite cutesy and it does pull me in. The story is intriguing. Um, and yeah, I've just really enjoyed the time I have put into that. Uh, and I know that there's a new one coming out this year, which is Hollow Knight Silk Song, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Um, admittedly don't know too much about it but I can guarantee you I will be picking it up and giving it a crack I've just sent you a link so if you get a little ting just take a little notification just ignore it it's Nathan's uh, channel so you can look at those videos he's uh, he's got on there but yeah so the the main game you're looking forward to is, is the new Hollow Knight Nathan was on about it the other day and it does look quite interesting but is it one of those, is it one of those like hard Games where you have to figure out what's going off and repeat it over and over again, or is it? Yeah, it's also it's it's like the boss fights in it as well. The boss fights are solid. <laughs> right, right. You have to be quite honest. That's. But you're a big Dark Souls fan, aren't you, Nathan? So I think that's why you. Were... Yeah, I, I love a punishing game. Yeah. 
You love a punishing game. It is. It's brutal. Not in terms, not just in terms of boss fights, but I mean the whole game is quite uh, expansive in terms of how much of it there is. Uh, Like your map, for example, Um, you can't follow your map. You have to like go and buy things to open your map up and be able to um, track where you've been on it. you know, you get what I'm on about, Nathan. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah you have to get. A, you can't even see yourself on map until you buy like a exactly. compass and then pins to exactly. show where stuff is. Yeah. yeah. What? Oh, oh, I'm not playing that. It adds, it adds a little <laughs> extra layer to it. It's 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 really good because you you get scared walking in a new area where you don't have a map. You don't know what's going on, and everything yeah. kills you. Yeah. But it's good. It, it adds. Uh... An element of interest, but also just makes it that little bit harder as well. Uh, and it's just also with regards to save points. Um, yeah. It doesn't auto-save. You have to go and find save points uh, and kind of almost like oh. collect them. So, yeah. yeah. I hate everything you've just said about that game. Yeah, but, you know, in another breath, people are complaining about how easy games are these days. Yes. Yeah. Don't. So me and Nathan did a stream the other night and we played Golden Axe and Streets of Rage and the fact we, we completed one of the Golden Axe games but we had to turn it onto easy because mm. we were sick of dying. <laughs> it was like, oh, we love these games and, and having played them before uh, but playing them now it was like, they're hard. Mm-hmm. They are hard and you have to be some sort of brutalist to, 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 to you know, you have to like enjoy self punishment to play these. <laughs> you have games. to be a complete master. Uh, I think that's yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I'm not even going to look what brute. I'm, I, yeah, I know it's a word. I'm not going to look it up. Um, but yeah, um, we completed one of the the, uh, the golden axes. But Streets of Rage we were playing, we were hoped to complete. Nathan absolutely was it. Nathan, Nathan had died on the last level. Mm. I had like one life left, oh, and it was like, well. Yeah. Might as well just turn it off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no. And we couldn't use our special moves. I've not played it for many years. But yeah. The new one, the new Streets of Rage, Streets of Rage 4, which they came out last year, was one of my favourite games. Is amazing. Yeah. It's like reimagined, but the same. It's, it's so good. So playable. It's playing that, it it reminds you of playing the original, but years ago. It's the same sort of feeling. Yeah, because when you when you play the old streets rage, like okay, a bit clunky, a bit of this and that, but playing it years ago was great. Yes. But now so now the new Streets of Rage that's come out, it's um it's very playable. Uh a load of fun. It's on it's on um it's on Game Pass and I'm sure Terry can get it for you if you ask him. I know he's got some magic way of getting some sort of funny. So but less, the less we say about that the better, but we you know <laughs> Terry's Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh look it up. Definitely. That's good. So the last, uh, if you don't mind, Nathan, I'll prompt you. And the last thing I just wanted to ask you about was um, on Facebook, you were, of course, we're Facebook friends. We see what each other's up to. But one of the things that you like to do is you're very, you're very into your 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 art. You like to, to draw and to do. And I've watched you progress over a few years of going from what you like to do to what you are now. And, you know, um, yeah, so when I first started arting, it was um, a learning experience as to what my style actually is and what I enjoy doing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> excuse me. So a lot of quite distorted, impressionistic portraits of girls <laughs> um, with massive eyes. Um, yes, yes. Yes, and, and that recently 
or over time, should I say, has become more sensible, I suppose. Um, I've picked my medium, my favourite medium. I'm a watercolour artist. Um, I absolutely love making landscapes. Um, I still do my girly portraits, but I do feel I've become a lot better with uh, sizes and proportions um, okay. and including really nice backgrounds and you know just making everything more visually appealing to my art um, in terms of where my art is progressing uh, <coughs> right now it can't go very far because of the pandemic um, however after pandemic I will be getting involved with the art house in Sheffield uh, so tell us what the art house is it's it's just like one massive creative hub basically, Um, for whether you are a visual artist or if you're a sculptor. Um, I'm not sure if they do a photography thing. I know they do pottery, though. You can go and take pottery classes there. Okay, I'm sold. I want to go make a pot. I want to make make a cup or something. So I hope by the end of this year I will be involved with the art house and whether that's just taking part in any of their programs or even helping to teach art if I can. Yeah. Yeah. That, that'd be, that'd be something that's great. I think it's a great relaxing thing to do and it's something that gets better. And if you keep at it, it just gets better and better and better. Absolutely. It? I mean, um, your, your son is a phenomenal artist. I actually, you know, I'm like a billion times more his age and yet he is so, so skilled. Uh, yeah. Your Jack's going places. Definitely. <laughs> Jack's got, really yeah. Thank you for, for saying that, yeah, Jack is. Uh, I I look, yeah, him, you know, and he's, you know, he's he's still a kid. <laughs> I I don't know how to describe Jack. Um, I'm very proud of him. He's doing really. He's he's, he's a very hard worker. Yes. Um, I like to think of him as just being, yeah, he, he gets on with it. You know, he, he's been doing portraits. He, he's he, that's what he likes to do. Is he likes to do portraits, and he's very good. He's done a, so many self portraits. It's unreal. The, the styles that he covers, uh, his art teachers absolutely love him. Yeah. He's like, no one can say a bad thing about him. Uh, the only teacher that's ever been negative to Jack, um, I think I mentioned on one of these episodes before, I went, <laughs> it was a, it was a math, no, science, science, I think it was a science teacher. And there were some kids messing about. And I, I basically went in and I did that horrible parent thing where you lecture the teacher. I went in and had a word with him. Yeah, yeah, I went in and had a word with him, and uh, after that, it was fine. Yeah. Um, teachers, I think teachers. I know they have a hard job. I get it. I'm not. I'm not an asshole. I understand that. But some of them, I think, need to be reminded that we let them look after our children. Yeah. And that I think as parents, sometimes it's okay to just if you if you feel so inclined, it's okay. Not so. Much it's for okay the to but also for their emotional welfare as well. Yeah, 100%. The amount of dickhead teachers I had that affected me, and I didn't want to go in their classes. I didn't want to do anything in their classes because they were, they were just horrible. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I went in and had a little, basically told him to do his job properly, um, just to round it off into a, a very short thing. It was like, what you're doing isn't good enough. I'm going to speak to Jack in a few months and we'll see how you're going. Yeah. And that's, it sounds horrible. When I hear myself say it, I'm going, God, you're an asshole. But... I was just letting him know that he has a responsibility and, you know, he needs to get on with it. And as far as our Jack got back to me on it, it, it all improved. Everything was loads better. Yeah. So maybe that's all he needed because he seemed like a nice enough guy. Mm-hmm. Just a 
I don't know, maybe a bit of a dipshit. Like, just maybe what, well, maybe, you know, maybe children weren't necessarily the, the things, teaching children maybe wasn't what he should be doing because he can't cope with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but Jack, yeah, Jack's doing well. He's been offered, uh, I mentioned this to you yesterday, he's been offered now four places, four universities have offered him to do fine art. And he's waiting, he's waiting for his fifth. He's just waiting for Edinburgh to get back to him, but he hasn't sent his stuff off yet. So it, it's a, obviously he has to send it back to get, but he can't respond to any of them until uh, he gets all of his uh, applications back, whether they're yeah. whether they're accepting or not. Yeah. And then as, I, mean, as, as, as I was saying to you yesterday, I mean, doing the arts in an academic environment can be entirely different if, you know, compared to being self-taught and being a freelance artist and yeah um it can be tough i think because i don't think you're you're given as much creative freedom as you want (laughs) um however i mean that could surprise everybody and completely be like yeah man that's cool you know it's a challenge (laughs) um yeah of course you never know um yeah, but obviously I wish him all the best, and as I say, I do look up to him as an artist. I think he's phenomenal already. Yeah, I won't. I won't tell him. He'll only get a bigger. <laughs> That's exactly what he'll be like. Oh yeah, <laughs> or whatever. I'm like, sure. I mean, I'm like, go. I go like go and wash the pots. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Right then. So that's about it. It's been great having Sam on. Great to talk to you. You're one of my favourite people and it's uh, wonderful to see you again. Hopefully when this is all done with, we'll meet up again. I hope Have so. a pint. Yeah. Or a bottle of red. We'll do it. We'll, we'll meet up. Get Sheffield Get Sheffield, uh, Nathan out and all. Yep. yep. And we'll see. It's well overdue. Definitely. So yeah, thanks for joining us and um, don't forget to give us a like. Give us a little subscribe. I know I'm begging. But we want one, so so do it. I'm watching, I'm doing it. And you better, you as well, Sam. Like and subscribe. I'm already on it, I'm already on it. You're the best. I've been Lee. And I've been Nathan. And I've been Samage. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us on this episode. You can find us on various podcast platforms, including Spotify and Google Podcasts. Come and find us on Facebook, YouTube, and also we now have a Twitch channel where we're going to attempt to do a weekly stream.